What does it look like to have a great life outside of work? So we know that a great life overall includes there's seven areas. We need some financial security. We need some um, spiritual connection so we feel love in our life. We need health. God help us without that. It's as we all know, um, been through periods without it, and it's a it's a shit. No matter. We need um, a relationship or a home life where there's joy and fun, um, which I would describe in not as being the spiritual component, but being the happiness element of life. We need some uh, um, mental um, engagement so we feel like we've got a purpose in life or uh, we've got a, a value to add to the world greater than the job we're in and pickle it all come right around we need a bunch of friends which is the social life and a sort of a a broader network of of impact which for most people um, over the age of 40 includes friendship with their children friendship with their friends and friendship with their friends children and friendship with their broader thing. And last but not least, we need a job. And I think what happens very often in the corporatization of life, because the job links to money, and because money links to mental, and because mental links to health, and because health links to family, and because family links to social life, and because social life links to uh, spiritual, everything um, starts to swing off the top of the pendulum as if work was the central point from which everything vacillates. And I think this is a big error. I think life is what work hangs off, not what not work is. Life, life is what work hangs off. Life is not hanging off work. And I think to be a healthy, happy human being at work and doing a great job and being productive and making millions for your company, you need a life. Now, that sound was lightning and it must have hit the beach right outside the front door of my house. Holy shit. Oh, geez, I just jumped out of my skin. So we need a life and thank you God for agreeing with me and sending down the bolt of lightning just in case any corporate people were going to disagree. <laughs> Fuck them all. <laughs> so, so, and I think the definition of have a life, it, it, we really have to take this seriously. We, we must become happy outside of work in order to be happy at work. Work will never make a person happy. One. Two, we must become financially, uh, in some sense, independent of the job so that our wealth or our net worth or our sense of security is not based on next week's paycheck. When it's based on next week's paycheck, we're in the shit because now people at work can sneeze, we're gone, we've lost our money, we're in the toilet. So we must develop a sense of... Um, uh, wealth and a sense of security and a sense of having a cushion if you want if you will or having something where the next week's salary or next month's salary and I call it the next three months salary in simple language when we need these things uh, we need our health we need our health program we need 
um, a love in our lives, which is our spiritual aspect, being able to connect with whether it's nature or an animal or a bird or a, or, or, or a god or it doesn't matter the source of it. And ultimately, we need a warm bum to cuddle up to at night, which is makes us happy. And the happy factor, I think, is the... No, it's, it's, I call it the fuck factor. You really want to touch somebody nicely in a good way. And, and I think to pretend that we walk around uh, as a healthy human without the body rub, um, I, I think you, you, you don't get happy rubbing bodies with somebody who you don't love, uh, care for, and you don't get happy uh, with someone where you don't rub bodies. I, I think skin to skin, is fun to fun and it doesn't have to be penetrative sex it doesn't have to be male on female or female on male it doesn't have to be an agenda what it needs to be is intimate tender um, um, surrendering where, where you, you you feel naked you, you take off your ego and vulnerable you take off your ego and you just be there and I think one of the things that we're frightened of mostly about this topic of vulnerability and, and intimacy is when we give that to another human being, we're frightened that that other human being is going to run away and leave us naked, lying in the bed all by ourselves, crying. But I, I, I think that's, a, a, that's a, an antiquated misinterpretation of the co concept of intimacy. I think you like somebody, you feel good about them, they give you something you want, you give them something they want, you can lie in bed and you form a contract. But that contract is not forever. That contract is while this is fun, while we're enjoying this, this contract survives. Soon as this contract is over, soon as it survives, it, get out of the bed, fuck off, uh, leave me alone, go away, do your thing, I'm happy for you, thank you for what you gave, I hope you're thankful for what I gave you, bye-bye. And, and we've, we, we've, we've built into this um, message or this relationship thing, we built into this thing the concept of permanency, which means they're dead quite often and we want to string them out and string them out and string them out and string them out. And holy crap and tomatoes, happiness goes. Happiness goes from the bed. Happiness goes from the house. Happiness goes from the relationship. And we start going to work to get happy. And work was never built to make people happy. It was built to make happy people work. Does it follow? Work is a place where happy people go to express their energy, to give and do and, and generate and earn some coin. So that's okay, that, that, but when an unhappy person at home goes to work and they try to use work to, to replace the messed up, too long, elongated contract in the, in the home, that work is carrying too much of a workload. So the vibe that makes two people attracted to each other is the word abundance. Now. If, if, if it, it, it's, it's the classic old thing, and I've done this workshop so many times around the world. You say to a group of people, remember when you were single? They'll go, yeah. And remember nobody rang you up? And they'll go, yeah. Remember how you sit there looking at the, your mobile phone? You go, I wish that bloody ring. And nobody does. And then all of a sudden, one person rings, and you go out on a date. 
and you have a nice little date, you have a kiss at the end of it, it's a bit romantic, and you go, oh, that's got legs, this might work. Next thing you know, your phone starts bloody running. And next thing you know, everybody tunes into it. And, and if you, or if you're sitting in a cafe, as, as we do in Bondi, and, and as, as we all do, and somebody, some uh, a woman, doesn't matter what her age, whether she's young or, uh, or mature, walks in and she's had a jolly good shag last night. You can tell. You can tell. It's, it's, it's a glow. It's this vroom, vroom. And you know what the funny thing is? It makes you, it, it makes them attractive. The fact that they've actually had sex and are happy about it makes that person attractive. And then someone will walk in who hasn't had sex for a couple of weeks and they'll be a really beautiful looking person with gorgeous clothes and stilettos or a guy really handsome with his tie and he hasn't had, uh, hasn't had nookie for months because of something at home. And you go, that guy doesn't look attractive. I don't know what's wrong with him, but he just doesn't look attractive. But the people who had it last night, they are radiating. So everybody wants to jump the bones of people who are satisfied. It's such a hilarious model. And if it's the same, it's the same shit. You've got to learn this really carefully. When you go to a bank and you're desperate for money, you're going, look, I'm just about to buy a house and it's um, a couple of million. I need 1.5. And if I can get, if you can sign me up on this house, I'll be really happy. It's going to go. And the bank will go, let's just go through the paperwork. And this is like that uh, Zootopia, the thing on there. And, and it's like they, everyone slows down and starts talking about your bank loan. But if you go into a bank and you go, look, three banks, and, and be serious, three banks have offered me money. I wanted to see what your bank's got. They go, how can we get you money? Where's the paperwork? Here's the paperwork. We can get a sign tomorrow if you really want it. <laughs> as soon as you're abundant, you become attractive. As soon as you're desperate and not abundant, you become repulsive. So the... The energy of a relationship has absolutely nothing to do with the marital status of a person, whether they're um, uh, horny or sexy or not horny or not sexy, or whether they're attractive or single or want to be in a relationship or not. It's how abundant that person feels with the sexuality of life. And it is sexual. It's, it's a pheromone. They say that it can be detected without detection. You know, it's not a, it's not a, uh, it's not a smell. It's just this, this pheromone. It's this, this energy around a person. You get it at work. Someone comes to work and they're down in the dumps, and, and you go. They say, "Can I have a pay rise?" You go, "Seriously?" And someone else comes to work and like, you know, woo! I, I worked up late last night. I got it done. Yeah. What's next? And you go, "Oh my gosh! Well, pay that person more. We want more of that." So attraction is about success and success is about attraction it's the same topic success breeds success the greatest example i can give of this the most powerful one for me is i coach athletes from time to time i've coached four world-class swimmers a person who was in the top 50 in the world tennis um, i've coached um, uh, athletes runners soccer players from soccer teams and everybody will agree, and because I've done a lot of sport myself, I know what I'm talking about because I've experienced it. When you're out in front and you're running 
and you're out in front and there's about 3k to go it's really hard to catch you because you're telling yourself as you're running i'm doing really well i'm out in front but if you're coming second or third and someone else is out in front the message that's being received by you is oh shit i'm gonna lose oh my god look out oh, i'm not gonna get there i'm not gonna make so you, we start delivering ourselves the opposite to abundance and that opposite to abundance <laughs> makes us tired it's the same person running to the finish one person if you if you watch any sporting event where people cross the line like running or bike riding the number one person's got the arms in the air they've got their, their fist pumping they're shouting to the crowd they're going on the camera talking straight away to the tv show the one that comes in fourth they fall down every time at the finish but the one who came in the one who came in fourth ran slower than the one who came in first but the one in fourth has been hammering themselves oh, i'm gonna lose i'm not gonna make it i need to run faster i'm not doing well enough this one who's come forth has lost the concept of abundance and this is this is where self-responsibility and, and self-talk and self-leadership becomes absolutely silent it's the power of self-talk because even if you're coming forth and you say to yourself you're doing well you're doing really well here this is a good place to be this is really strong much better than your normal this is really well congratulations just stay strong and you start giving yourself the three self-talks even coming forth you find yourself catching up on the next person you go i don't know to worry about it. you're doing really well you're going really well keep your leg pace make sure you keep your stride long and you start talking to yourself in the three self-talks you stay abundant and with that abundance you get energy and that abundant energy is what makes you attractive in a relationship or to a bank or at work where people are around you and they're all going oh we you know we've got too much work to do and too much thing and you go you, you, you get caught up in the competitive sort of push shove of work you have to come back to yourself and go you're doing really well just stay just do what you can do every day do your to-do list stay on priority this is self-talk and then the last one well done for doing it well done for getting that done well done for getting that last hour finished well done for getting that meeting done and the three self-talks motivation instruction and reward or parent adult child if we call them this is what builds up juice and this is pheromones and this is what people are attracted to they are, they're attracted to what we don't say out loud 